fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, oh. Now from the studios of Fox Sports Knoxville, this is Three and Out with Nate Hodges and Houston Kress. Fan Run Radio. Best formation football there is. And that feeling for Josh Heifel. The Tennessee Volunteers are the champions of the Capital One Orange Bowl. And Joe Milton has got to feel great. Rick Barnes, Bill Self, shake hands. Tennessee, they're your champs. The bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis goes to the Volunteers. And they were the bad boys from the jump in this one. That's an interesting question. This is a smooth shot. Wake up, squirrels. You got a visitor into the trees. You called down the thunder. Well, now you got it. You tell them I'm coming, and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio, Thursday edition of Three and Out. Alongside Houston Crest, I'm Nate Hodges. We got Adam Hickman on the board, ready to greet you when you call into the program. Intern Brett running all the tech, looking up all the stats and information as we uh, look across college basketball. At you know, it's nice having the Tuesday game when you get a dub, you know, you just get to sit back and watch the other team's <laughs> issues on Wednesday night. There are some teams with issues. Yeah, buddy. Where would you like to start? Well, our next opponent is LSU. They hosted Auburn last night. That was a real doozy. LSU had 21 points at the half. They ended with 49, so they they upticked a little bit in the second half there. But uh, 
Auburn 67, LSU 49. They are not very good. They are 1-5 in SEC play. They are not very good, buddy. The old classic cupcake preseason schedule. Get a bunch of dubs and then get exposed. They came out to start the second half and pushed it to – I think they cut it to two or three, and you're thinking, hey, LSU might be making a run. No. No. Yeah, they got it to two. They got it to 37-35 with 15 minutes to go. You're thinking, all right, all right let's settle in, in here, fellas. And next thing you know, they're down 20. Breaks your heart. I kind of wonder even how the conference is shaping up from a strength standpoint. I mean, obviously Alabama and Tennessee are good. Kentucky, though, has had their issues. Arkansas is supposed to be great. We'll get to them in a second. I don't think anybody expected Auburn to be another, you know, the way they've been in the last few seasons, but and they're doing okay. They're but, five and one in conference. They're pretty good. Who's but, the third best team right now? Would you say? Uh, it might be Kentucky. As much as it pains me to say it, no love for A and M. They it's they just survived it still time. feels like they're kind of pretenders to me. Um, I, I watched the end of that game and they Florida shot eight percent in the first half. They had twelve points at halftime. Wait, what? They were two of twenty-four at halftime. Like total, not. There's no clear. It's not like from third. That's not from like the outs, from the not, field. That's not like outside the pain or that's from the floor. Two, all of the floor. <laughs> the, the whole two wood, of twenty-four. Wood, I was actually amazed part. they still had twelve points. They at least got to the free throw line a little bit, uh, but then they cut it. They ended up tying the game. I think A and M hit a three. Florida hit a two. A and M hit two free throws. It, it was a kind of a bonkers finish. So then AM's up three. They get a steal. Well, I think it was a block and a steal. They go ahead. There's 10 seconds on the clock. The guy's running. It's a breakaway. And I'm thinking, five points, 10 seconds? I'm like, maybe just run this into the corner. Yeah. yeah. And instead he dunks it. And I'm like, okay, points are points. And, I mean, it's like making the two free throws, but you could have probably wasted another three or four seconds there. Uh-huh. Florida immediately inbounds. One pass, drains a three. They call a timeout. Then here comes A&M to get the ball in, throws it right through the guy's hands, out of bounds, and I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Florida gets – I mean, it was 2.5 seconds on the clock at that point. Florida gets an okay look at three. It was contested. Um, And at this point, of course, they're only down two. Yeah. So they didn't have to have a three, but with two and a half seconds, like there's not a lot you can do to get close Mm -hmm. unless you throw it to the rim. Which I'm kind of surprised they didn't lob it to Castleton. Yeah, he didn't have the best game, but he is, you know, he's six eleven or whatever. Fourteen and thirteen. Yeah, that's pretty good. In a game, you only scored twelve points in the first half. Right, right. So I was a little surprised at that, and it was just I don't know, like the, the he caught the ball running towards the passer, so he had to yeah, catch it and good. turn around and then try to face up. Of course, two and a half seconds, you don't have time to do anything. You can't make a move, so the defender was all over him. That ball. Fell about eight feet short of the rim. Looked like their first half. Uh, but A&M does survive. But I just I don't think Florida's very good. They're, they're inconsistent. They got some guys, but... I mean, they did go to LSU a couple weeks ago, I think, and they won by like 10 or 11. I, I'd agree. I think they're very inconsistent. I mean, that's a... I think that was an historically bad first half shooting. I, I like. I'm pretty sure that was the worst in the history of Florida basketball. And it may have been one of the worst ever in the SEC. Like I said, the fact that they had 12 was amazing. They only hit two shots. Two. 
That's kind of like how Maryland was against us when we played them. They had they hit two field goals in the first half. I think they went to the half with 15 or 16 points. They got to the free throw line a lot. Yeah. Your Kim Palm rankings are Tennessee, Alabama, Auburn will be the third best team. So that one might be easier. Arkansas, then Kentucky, then Florida, A&M, Missouri. They're all pretty close. Mississippi State after that. A&M travels to Rupp Arena on Saturday, so big test okay. for them. Yeah, and then add Auburn. We'll find out. Yeah, but it feels like yeah, feels played, like last year, though. Yeah, they played Florida twice, Missouri, LSU, South Carolina. Hopefully they will beat Kentucky, though. I'll pay money to see that happen. I'm going to guess that's where the magic stops for A&M's beginning of the season. That, that's where it stopped last year when they hosted Kentucky at home when they were ranked early in the season, had all the hype. They had their wideout game, Kentucky coming to town, and got the break speed off of them. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was I mean, I I know Auburn won. They won by 18. I wasn't overly impressed with them either. Jimmy Dykes on the call, Nate. I'm sure you would have loved to have watched uh, this one as he complimented both teams ad nauseum. You you hear it now, right? Like it was fine. Want, okay. That didn't bother me that much. It bothers me, but I still love Jimmy D. Auburn is one of those weird teams in the country. As of a couple of weeks ago, they were According to whatever metric determines this, they were taking the best shot selection mm-hmm. in the country. And forcing the worst. Yeah, but they were also shooting some of the worst from the field of any team in the country. No, yeah, that's what it was. They, When you look at shot defense and shot offense, they were forcing the worst shots but had the highest amount of tough shots hit against them. They were taking some of the best shots and missing the highest percentage of good looks in the country. It was pretty, pretty baffling. I, they're, I mean, they're five and one in conference. They're fifteen and three. I don't think they're particularly good either. Their best player. Uh, Do they have a best player? They've got a bunch of dudes. They got Wend- Wendell Green Jr. He's, like he was better last year. Yeah, he's the guard last year who in the tournament against I think it was against A and M during their attempted comeback just got scorching hot. Yeah, and then what was that the KD Johnson game? No, that was in the tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, Katie Johnson goes zero of thirteen yeah. and won't pass it to Jabari Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Katie Johnson still on the team. No, those two guards early last year were dominating, and then it got weird. I don't know what happened. Katie Johnson did he? I think he started last year, didn't he? Oh yeah, he was yeah. he was off. Yeah, he's coming off the bench now. He played yeah. terrible here last year. Yeah, he did. He did not. He's won a game this year, forty three, forty two. Against Northwestern. Yep. <laughs> they, uh, in. They haven't had, I don't even know what their best win is looking at their schedule. Ex- it's exactly as you expected with the Bruce Pearl team. They're 312th in the country in three point percentage. What's crazy, too, this is what was baffling. Like, if you watched this Auburn team, you would not know Bruce Pearl's the coach. You'd have no idea. Yeah. Which is good. They take it to the end of the shot clock almost every possession. Huh. They do not use tempo. I'll. In the first half, I think there were four times where they were shooting at the shot clock, but and, and a lot of times it was with three seconds, four. Like they're just they're using it all and running offense, which is uh, it's certainly not what I'm used to. They did block about a billion LSU shots last night, though, and I don't even think they're that great of a shot blocking team. They led the nation last year thanks to Walker Kessler and Jabari Smith. 
Uh, they had seven blocks last night. LSU had five, so it's like it's that they're, crazy they're 12th, of a difference. They're twelfth in the country in block percentage. Really? Yeah. And then uh, what's other? What the other crazy thing though is they're two hundred thirty fourth in three point attempts per field goal attempt. So they don't take threes. And no, they don't, and they don't make threes. Mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. Like nothing about this team says Bruce Pearl to me. Yeah. And people wanted him back. They're ru- idiots. <laughs> okay. Idiots. They're still they're. They're what, Nate? What? What are they? They're still pretty good. They're they're pretty good. Uh, they are eleventh in the country on defense. At you know, it's funny. Their numbers kind of are similar to Tennessee's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the same team. Yeah, it would have been the same thing. So yeah. we, have, we have Barnes now. We might have gotten Jabari Smith at least. Did we almost get him anyway? Oh, buddy, I, people probably don't even want to hear. The guys we missed out on having last year. That was the that was like the dream team group. Jabari Smith, Paolo Banchero, and Kennedy Chandler were like all three dead set on being Vols. And like I don't know, I think Well, weren't we in on the Kessler sweepstakes and, no, too? Yeah, and Walker Kessler yeah. too. I mean you get you get three out of those four, like you're winning the national championship. Yeah. We assume. We no, assume. you're winning I mean unless you uh, end up with like a KG Katie Johnson, who won't pass them the ball, like you're winning the national championship. You know what ruined our odds? Vescovy's just like, ee! Ah! if you have Banchero with the two guys that Auburn had, like it's over. Yeah. Uh, COVID was allegedly what kind of. Yeah, they weren't able to visit. There. They couldn't all places come together. together. Yeah. Yeah, they probably realized they didn't like each other anyway. Could you imagine though? <laughs> yeah, I just did. We'd have easy. the we'd have I mean that that'd have been what you'd have had two of the top four picks on your team, <laughs> plus Kennedy Chandler. Uh, it'd been nice. But I mean, I, I, is Auburn the third best team in the conference? Mm. Mm. No, I think it's Kentucky. Okay. Unless you're saying Tennessee's not one and two with Bama. No, Tennessee's one or one or two. Real quick, have y'all seen the new video of the Boston Dynamics robot? No. I don't think it's real. It looks a little doctored to me. What's it called? You, I, you've never seen the Boston Dynamics robots? I watched it. Do you think it looked real? There's a couple spots when he does stuff, and it really the, actually the robot looks real. But when he throws the bag, the bag looks like it's CGI. And, and the flip for me at off the, the end, platform, yeah, I was like, something's not adding up there. Yeah, just uh, if it is real, I would just like to encourage them to stop. The end is near. Stop if those, moving in that direction. If those things are are actually doing, whoever funds that organization, pull your money. I mean, what? You watching it? Yeah, I'm watching. So you see the the gist, right? The guy's up there working on the scaffolding. He's like, oh, I forgot my work bag. And then he's like, robot, bring me the work bag. So then the robot's going to build a little bridge Uh and then run up it. He's like kind of dancing. Well, that's how he has to move. He's a robot. If it's even real. I just don't know. Yeah, it looks a little hokey. Doesn't it? Yeah. Just certain parts. And really, you can't focus on the robot, because I don't know what a robot looks like in real life. But watch when he throws the bag. Yeah, The yeah. bag, it flips funny. 
I feel like even the box he knocks off on the other side after kind of looks funny, didn't it? Slow-mo. Yeah. Stupid robot dumped all the tools out. And then the flip. Hmm. Who throws an open bag? It wasn't open. I thought it was. No, he, yeah, it he zipped it shut. Hmm. I don't know. Hey, have you sorry. Heard of, have you heard of like uh, chat GPT or something? Have you heard of that? No. What is that? Um, It's like... It's optimizing language models for dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like open AI. Okay. There was, the other night, I was on a Zoom call, or Zoom meeting, and they're working on, like, some scheduling stuff. They're like, oh, let's just see if chat GPT can just make it for us. So they're like, hey... We need a seven-week schedule. Every team gets one by. Nobody plays twice on the same field, court, whatever. Like, just type. You just type in what you want it to do, and it'll just do it. Do it. And then you can say, okay, send me the code for that, and it'll just, like, send you the code. And then amazing. one of the guys said, hey, Nate, check this out. Write a script for a radio station for a pool company where the call to action is to reach out to Nate Hodges. Boom. This thing was like, are you ready to have your new swimming pool? It like wrote the whole damn thing. Is this free? I think so. And then, hmm. yeah, you have to mess around with this free. And then the kicker was he said, all right, rewrite it as a pirate. And it was like, ahoy, mateys! (laughs) If you wanted to walk the plank and dive into your brand new swimming pool, reach out to Insert Company here. (laughs) Give Nate Hodges a call today. Like, it added all the, like, it just knows, man. Taking over. Have you seen that new, I think I might have brought this up to you guys a while back, that, uh, that photo... Yeah, creation. I, I asked the folks about that, and they said, "Well, no. Are you talking about the photo or the art?" Like yeah, just, both. Okay, yeah. Like it, you uh, can the art t- program similar but different. Yeah. Well, no, but you can tell it to whatever the program is, and I can't remember the name of it. You can tell it to do it as a realistic photo, uh, as a Picasso painting, mm. you know, as a Monet, as pop art, as all this stuff, and it it's like, oh yeah, here's fifty seven images of the thing you wanted. Like one of them was like Winnie the Pooh as the Grim Reaper, as a in like digital comic book format, and you're like, "What on earth?" And it just creates it, just, shoo, and then there it is. It's unbelievable. It's like the smartest thing I've ever seen. What do you? Someone wants to know the name of that product. Ahoy, matey! It's a Chat GPT. Apparently, chat GPT. I just clicked on it. It says they're at capacity right now. Ah. Get notified when we're back. That's what it was for that. Because I was going to go on and type in some stuff and see, but I think for the big one, it's like a like a test service, and they like only a certain amount of people can get in and access it. They don't want everybody to have access to it. Yeah, it said so the, because it's at capacity. It actually said, "Write a radio uh, ad about the status of ChatGPT," and it says, "Narrator, welcome to ChatGPT, where AI technology meets conversation. We're excited to introduce you to our new chatbot model designed to interact in a conversational way." But as we launch ChatGPT, we want to let you know that we're currently experiencing high traffic on our website. We apologize for any inconvenience and appreciate your patience as we work to make sure everyone has a chat, or sorry, has a chance to try out ChatGPT. So call please, now. Check back soon. Thank you for choosing ChatGPT.
ChatGPT. Well, we did choose it, and then we uh, couldn't use it. Okay, yeah. yeah, that bag throw by that robot, fake. Fake, yeah. Unless mm-hmm. he has the best backspin in the world. It's just it's not the the fact that it is spinning. It's just the way it spins. Just strange. One day, Crest, there's going to be a robot sitting in that chair talking about sports in the morning. Yeah, the Chat GPT Boston Dynamics robot, and I'm going to be hooked up to a big machine in some red goo, and I'm going to be living in the Matrix. Man, that movie might have been really ahead of his time. You know, Hickman thinks it's way overrated, just like this guy Ziegler. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the Matrix. What? I mean, what? That movie was genius. Genius. Does it hold a, you know, groundbreaking status for film when being before its time and just pushing the envelope? Yeah, sure. You know, it's it was. It was unique. It was ahead of its time, but I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me. Okay. Neither does Fight Club, so. Okay. Sad. Fight Club is single-handedly the most overrated movie of all time. Like, that might not even crack my top five David Fincher movies. Okay. Most overrated movie of all time. That's the one. Yeah. All right. That's a take. Well, it's Hickman, so it's all or nothing. Yeah. And apparently uh, that is all and nothing. All right. We'll come back with more. Stick with us off and running on this Thursday edition of the program. Stick with us right here on Fan Run Radio. Welcome back to 3 Now. If you want to weigh in, 865-546-8200. I don't know what you'd be talking about. Robots, chatbots, or SEC basketball, you know, whatever whatever floats your boat. Nah. Got a big dub last night in the curling league, Chris. No, congrats. you're proud of me. Off to a good start, 1-0. It's always good. Yep. Packed house, too. Sold out. Going to need more ice. I know. We're going to start playing another night. Need to, we need to build our own ice uh, curling club. Yeah, We got room. If you build it, they will come, they say. Mm. No, we had to learn to curl uh, two weeks ago. There was 34 people at it. I don't know if I'd buy that. Hickman, there was like nobody there when we went. That's because they knew I was going to be there. They heard it on the radio. Mm. Hickman, you busted your ass like three times. Dude, I don't care. The week you weren't there... Actually, did pretty good. Mm. Yeah, we had like 15 new members last Interesting. Night. Interesting. Uh, in top 25 action, DePaul gets by number eight, Xavier, 73 well, 72. gave him the kiss of death. He's yes, like, he I'm going to watch Xavier. He, he didn't watch them, they lost. Were they on FS1? It doesn't say TV after the game's over on the score. 
four and a half. That years. game has FS1 written all over it. Mm. It's the big East, the big FS1 league. I don't really. I have no idea. Yeah. Kind of only watch SEC basketball during the week. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll watch some other stuff on the weekend, but. I don't know what's going on with Connecticut, but they've now lost five of their last six. Sheesh. Uh, the lone win in that stretch coming over Creighton, who was off to, well, that might have been in the middle of like the worst stretch of basketball they've played in years. Uh, let's see, number 20, Marquette beat number 22, Providence. Missouri, 79, Arkansas, 76. Did you guys see that foul call late in that game? Yeah, and did they say he stepped on his foot? Because I have, I'm just curious as to what the call was there. Did you see that, Nate? I think I'm watching it right now. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. He jumps up. The guy's five feet away from him, and he calls a foul. Yeah. And he makes a shot. He calls the foul from half court. Watch it one more time. Did he step on his foot? Uh, no, their feet are literally four feet apart. Okay. He had his arm, like, maybe on him for a second. That's horrific. Uh, did he make that free throw? Was that the difference in the game? I mean, they won by three. Well, maybe, maybe he made the shot. I mean, it's just unreal. There's still a minute left after the right. That tied the game. He's going to line 71 off. That's tough. Whew. You hate to see it. Higman, what was that stat you said earlier about Kentucky's new lineup? Uh, according to that, what was that guy's name? Miyakawa? Yeah, Miyakawa. According to Miyakawa, uh, the lineup that Kentucky ran with against us and pretty much stuck with the whole time ever since then, they have been the most efficient offense since 2020. I know it's only two years ago, and I know they've only played, what, three games now together, really? Two, I think, right? Wasn't it just us and Tennessee, then? Tennessee, Georgia, yeah, so two, but I mean, still, it's just. You, you hear stuff like that, and it's like, wow, we really did change their season because if we show up like we usually do, take care of things on offense, you know. They, well, really, it was Wheeler being out is what forced the change. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, Wheeler is – losing him was – that was addition by subtraction. That's what Kentucky fans were saying. Yeah, it was, who said they had the yep. buddy who said, oh, well, we got a chance now. Yeah. Yep. And it worked. We don't want it to work, Nate. I just said it did. I didn't say I wanted it to. You said it with a tone. Sorry. A tone of that you were actually rooting for Kentucky. Thankfully, though, I mean, Kentucky, I'm just eyeing them here on their schedule. They got A&M this Saturday. At Rupp? At Rupp, yeah. And then they got Kansas next week. So I'm trying to find some L's on that schedule. Really don't want to see them make the tournament, buddy. They're going to make the tournament. They drop. I mean, if they lose to A and M, lose to Kansas, which I mean, they're probably losing to Kansas. A and M, decent shot at losing there. That puts them at what? Eight, nine losses. They oh. can also win the SEC tournament. Yeah, which hopefully, hopefully that won't happen. Hopefully, it's March. We have no chance. I mean, I'd, I'd still bet on Alabama. Alabama. We know Hickman. We know you love Alabama. Everything roll tide. I don't like Crimson Alabama. and cream. No, yeah, we get it. 
Okay, if you can't sit down and watch Brandon Miller play basketball and not enjoy it, something's wrong with you. He doesn't play for Tennessee. Of course I don't enjoy it. It's pretty simple, really. He only plays Tennessee once, maybe twice a year if we meet him in the tournament. Doesn't mean I'm like happy for Alabama or him. I'm not, I'm not against him. Was, did someone say he was ranked lower than yeah, Julian? Yeah, he was. He was. Or they were right around the same, depending on where you look at. That's just uh, that's great. Yeah, that, uh, if you go through Max Preps or mm, on three, Max, Max, preps, that was a, yeah. Max Preps. Very credible <laughs> website. I mean, that might have been like one of your worst <laughs> takes ever. Going for high school, like recruiting information on max preps. I, I, all I was going, for, I wasn't going for rankings. I was going for you're going for height and weight, which I told you is put in there by the coaches, and they're going to fib. I actually went there more so for uh-huh. Julian Phillips' stats than anything else. But I mean, teams that are like when you come from a high school that is that well regarded on the national scene in high school basketball, your stats are. Hickman, you didn't go there for Julian Phillips. You went there to look at Carnell Tate and Nathan Leacock. Oh, yeah. Well, Lee, Leacock's stats were accurate. I thought I went there for Julian Phillips, too. That's where I found his average, so was Max Preps as well. I think it's fine for stats, just not necessarily height, weight, and speed. Nate, did you see that uh, TCU may have found their new offensive coordinator? Uh, no, I must have missed this. Who'd they get? KB. Oh, really? Looks like they may have stolen Kendall Bryles from Arkansas. To go run the Horn Frog offense. He's huh. a Texas guy. It kind of makes more sense. Yeah, well, and then Arkansas, was it Enos from Maryland, I think, is going to Arkansas. I haven't seen that. Where the bleep is Dan? Enos? Dan Enos, Enos I think, is heading to Arkansas. Oh, okay. They were pretty quick on it. Back to Arkansas. Oh, was he there? He was there when they came here, and we got up 14 nothing, And then, and he, then he carved us. Took our lunch money all the whole rest of the night. Kept picking on Darren Kirkland with... Freaking Hunter Henry and that little oh, yeah. receiver and Alex Collins, a running back. Was it Bennett? I always want to say Drew Bennett. I feel like that's not right. Wasn't it? Was it something Bennett? Maybe. Former Tennessee offensive line coach Don Mahoney is the new head coach at Webb. What? <laughs> what? I thought you were going to say like a yeah. college. Yeah. <laughs> Webb, School of Knoxville. How about that? Okay. From Butch Jones's gotta have him offensive lineman and tell Sam Pittman to get to the head coach of the Webb Spartans. That's a pretty prestigious school. I don't disagree with that. I'm not knocking it. I just think it's funny. You know, someone call that a lateral move. Yes, I'm sure they would. Where's he been at since? I don't know. Probably keep up with Don Mahoney. He was Drew Morgan at Arkansas. It was a, so it was a Drew, not a Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Got it. That's what, that, maybe that's what I always mess up. Mm-hmm. I always think it was, yeah. Drew Morgan. Yeah, he cooked us that night. Hmm. Yeah. Alex Collins looked like he'd been to war. He went, he had got some many carries. War, huh? Well, I just, I just mean he was, you know, mm-hmm. all beat up. I think he took it a little too far there. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Is that one? Don't when Bielema said he was going to hop on the wife, I mean, hop on a plane. After our game? That must have been a different No, game. it was a different game. That was, I think, when they beat A&M in, the, in Jerry's world. We asked Bielema after that game if they 
saw something on film and he basically said I don't want to talk bad about the other t- coaches from the other team. <laughs> Big John Janders <laughs> didn't mix up the coverage. You're getting roasted, man. I don't want to talk bad about the other team. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. That's just great. What a year that was. You just see it so well from the press box. Was that 15? Yeah, that was yeah. 15, wasn't it? We just couldn't cover a crossing route to save our life. It was impossible. They would just get in the same damn formation every time. We would get set, like, okay, we got this. And then they just motion Henry across, like, out, flex him into the slot. And we would bump the linebacker on the other side out to, like, cover him. And it's like, that is not going to work. No. We haven't had a linebacker that could cover. I mean, he has Hunter Henry. Like, That's he's a good player. NFL yeah. tight end. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm just saying. We we have not had a good coverage linebacker in well ever. Huh? I mean, maybe yeah, because you know the former days you didn't need a good coverage linebacker. You needed thumpers, and you had plenty of those. But it's it's a new new era, I guess. Nick Ravez. What about him? I tried to forget that whole era. <laughs> that that kid. Hey, he played his heart out. <laughs> That kid was like that kid was like the ultimate legend. The Zakai Ziegler of the football program. Oh. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't. That's kind of how I that. felt oh. back then. I'm like, all these people love Nick Ravez, but you know, if we actually recruited a five star, that would be a better deal. I mean, it's fine. It's fine to have the good story, but <sighs> uh, <laughs> can't even say anything. Well, you know. Be a hypocrite. Well, at least you recognize that I'm impressed. I'm sure I would have liked him less if I wasn't like eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you seen the new sport that's taking the world by storm? Is it the one with the? Uh, it's like a cross between a bunch, like a few different things. No. No, it's slapping people. Oh, I did see this on. Uh, yeah. It debuted last night. Debuted. Well, the the American version. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was I Dana. Think, uh, I think it was in a sports bar. Dana somewhere, White, and they were they had it on one of the TVs. Yeah, yeah. MMA guy. He's yeah. the guy doing it. Is that where well? They, he runs the league. Like no. powder up the hands. And yes. You just have to stand there and just take take. And a like slap. taking it is as much as the slapping. Like it's there's a like, big defense. Like at first I was like, this is, oh, this is just how hard you can hit somebody. I was like, no, it's like some of these people, you can't move them. Your your mic's not on, Brett. Yeah. I feel like you want to win the toss first in that. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, that's good. I mean, they, they there, was these, for it. there was these two women, and, like, the one lady couldn't even, like, she couldn't even budge the, the girl. She just, just pow. She's like, didn't even feel it, and then boom, she's getting Well, you can tell, her. like, when they get a good slap or a bad one, like, sometimes they short arm it, and so they just catch fingers. Oh, yeah. No and good. the person's just, like, smiling, like, you're mine now. Uh-huh. And then the guy who won, I don't know if this was the, the Dana White League. There was a, a guy who won, and they cut. Like, they cut his face in half. They took the picture of his face after he won. Take his face off. Yeah. And if you looked at the non-hit side of his face, you're like, oh, yeah, normal guy who just won the slap tournament. And the other side looked like he had just gone, like, ten rounds with Tyson. Hmm. Bare, bare knuckle. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's not. It's probably not good for you to get slapped that hard over and over again. You think? It's not over. Why don't you come over here? Let's find out. They have people behind them, like, have to catch them. Yes. 
it's so funny how in football we're like, oh, concussions are terrible, CTE. These people are like, knock me out, please. Yeah, let's slap. Is that the only way to win, or like, is it? Can you bow out, or? I have no idea. I'm kind of interested, though. What are the rules about like, you know, getting more oomph into the like? Usually, like, there's all. I think your feet have to stay planted. You can't like step into it. Yeah. But they do this. You know, they do the wind up, the long swing. They like Mm -hmm. measure their face. Like yeah, they're trying like, to get, yeah, like, so they don't... Like, so they know exactly how far to reach? Yeah. Would it be better to kind of catch him with the forearm? And... <laughs> I think if you catch him with the forearm, it's probably a DQ. <laughs> it's but if you hit him with, like, the base of your palm, I feel like you could just easily just knock somebody it's out. impressive. These people stand in and take it, though. That like, is I've never thing. seen somebody, like... There's a strategy to, like, almost, like, lean into it in the moment, like... Mm. Is there? Is yeah. that a real thing? Yeah. They're talking about it. <laughs> You're lying. Tress, <laughs> I would I love to this. challenge you to a slap match. We should just pick a random game. What are you talking? Whoever loses gets to slap that person first. I'm not. S- no. I want to go on offense first. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> Hickman, you just throw a punch and say you won. No. I won. I knocked him out cold. Yeah, you had brass knuckles on and you punched him in the forehead. Well, them's the breaks. Yeah, I was surprised when I was watching it that, it, that they're not getting damaged faster you know like sooner like it took a few whacks you know i'm just amazed at how quickly like one slap and their face is just like <sighs> swells up so quickly they're professional slappers what's it called <laughs> that's a good question i don't i don't even know slap fighting i don't think that's what it's called i'm no. just trying to figure this out uh i mean this guy got hit so hard he's like bleeding from the pores on his face not not a cut, not a scrape, but just mm. he got. Sl- this is the guy. He ends up winning. Look at the side of his face. Show me, show me. Oh. <laughs> and they have to put like cotton in their ears so like the chalk doesn't get in there. Yeah. I mean, he looks like two different people if you look at one side of his face versus <laughs> they both do. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if you could rotate cheeks. <laughs> that guy did kind of lean into it, Nate. That's probably why he won. Yeah, I told you. Fun of me. We'll come back with more. Uh, we'll Ouch. get to the big, o- big orange chili phone lines on the flip side. Stick with us right here on Three and Out. <laughs> Final segment, hour number one. I'm just practicing for Hickman. Chris, you hit like a girl. I'm, cl- I'm clapping. I feel like Chris has got kind of a, a blocky head, you know? What the hell does that mean? A lot, a lot of surface area to aim at. What the hell does that mean? No, I mean, I I, I think I think you profile pretty, as a pretty good slap. I look like person. that guy who won. Yeah. Yep. Good chin. You, you don't want a long, narrow head like Hickman. There's so much room to hit. Oh, you know? I'd smack the hell out of that face. Let's go to the big orange Philly phone lines. We got Matt on the horn. What's up, Matt? You're on three and out. I think Houston's hand would like break her head would break my hand. There you go. That's what I'm. T- Dude, that's got to be that's that's got to hurt. Think about the hands, man. Like it hurts my hand looking at some of those slaps those guys release. I just clapped three like, I, times I and my hands from- kind of stinging a little bit. Like not even kidding around. <laughs> Dude, I'd bitch out after I slap somebody. Yeah, like, just like I'm done. I'm done. Out. I, you win, and then look. you win. Is that what the powder's supposed to help for? I have no idea. I think the powder. 
to help your hand like slide off the face, so you're not like like gripping skin. They've got, they've got little people's leagues in that, dude. Like really? Little people, yes. Like little people slap offs. Like it's a weight division, and they've literally got it all the way down to little people. It's it's it's. It looks like a the mismatch weirdest. from the video we watched between the break. Yeah, but the guy won. The little man. Yeah. If you guys could, uh, if you guys could slap, like pick three people, man. You just had a free freaking just uh, a slap, man. Hickman, Hickman, and Hickman. Uh, Christopher Columbus, <laughs> Christopher LeBron James. Oh, that is the weirdest gosh. answer I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Yeah, LeBron James. I know my three. I probably hang pick. On, hang on. I probably pick a politician of I some need, kind. I need, yeah, I need uh, Fauci. <laughs> No, <laughs> you stole my answer. Butch Jones, bleep, Trez. Oh. What about if we just kept it UT? R- Rob Reiner's up there for me. Rob Reiner. What if we just kept it UT? Why would I slap Butch Jones? I was gonna go yeah. Jeremy Ryan, Purit. I, I'd slap Brian Rice uh, for sure. <laughs> Kessling. What? What? No. Yeah, no more UT talk. This is, this is oh man, no, you're about to, y'all are about to steal my UT answer, but no one said it yet. <laughs> oh, there's not. There's yeah. There's, who is it? We'll do it in the break. We'll do. It. We don't try to start okay, with. Yeah, Brad brings up a good point. Bears got to be high on that list for a few people. <laughs> <laughs> Great Dude, question. I'd say if you go long enough, everybody's probably slapping everybody. Yeah, I'm sure there's some callers that want to slap my ass. You know, <laughs> about thirty-seven. Not my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe I should correct that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was going to yeah, go Fauci, Fulmer, and I couldn't think of another. Fulmer? <laughs> couldn't think of another F Fulmer. name to really, really top it off. Dude, Fulmer's got, the, uh, Fulmer's got the body type that seems like he could do a slap off. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Fulmer whipped my ass. <laughs> former offensive lineman. Yeah, Fulmer, Fulmer could probably take a few slaps, I'm sure. Fauci, dude, that's a good one, though. And I'd, I'd love nothing. And not even just slap him, I'd bitch slap him. I'd just backhand, backhand him. Backhand him. Is that a legal move in the old slap fight? I don't, I don't know. It is, with, it is with Fauci, though. That's funny, man. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't even know what I was calling about. Yeah, man. who knows? Yeah, we. Yeah. All right, fellas, we'll see you. See you, oh, Matt. Bro, he was legit out of here. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to the Big Orange Philly Fallen. has got Berto up next. What's up, Berto? You're on three and out. Morning, gents. Morning, bud. Um, I got a weird text after my call yesterday, and yeah. one of my buddies knows a guy. His service animal is a mini horse. I've seen those. Oh, yeah. They're allowed in Dollywood. No kidding. Really? Are you serious? I'm dead That's serious. Incredible. I mean, it, it was it was a few years ago, but no, I know a guy over there, and he said that I think he – I'm pretty sure he said the only animals that are allowed – at Dollywood, as service animals are dogs and mini ho- mini ponies. So apparently, mini horse. So I looked it up, right? Because you know, curiosity kills cats, mm-hmm. and uh, I hate cats. So um, I I looked it up, and apparently, they're like a viable like uh, replacement for a seeing eye dog when a seeing eye dog is unavailable. Yep. Huh. Yep. I've seen like uh, videos of people taking them on planes and stuff, and I'm always like. Because we, you always see like, oh yeah, this is my service iguana and uh, all that other stuff. Yeah. But the here's the my, mini pony kind of made sense. Yeah, my bearded dragon service animal. Um, actually, my family owns mini horses. We have two of them, right? And those they're fairly large. I mean, they would be like considered like the size of a a, a very large, very very large dog. 
I'm just surprised they can get him in confined spaces like airplanes. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, that I don't, doesn't matter. I don't remember how that worked. I think they just stood in the aisle or something. <laughs> Horses can't really, they can't sit like a dog. Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, they can, but they don't, you know, yeah, they really just lay down. They, well, no, they do lay down. Yeah. So maybe that's, a, yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I gotta go to the horse. bathroom. Can you get your mini horse out of the aisle? <laughs> oh, sorry, he's uh, he's taking a nap. Uh, yeah, he already used the bathroom right where your foot is. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I, guys, I got into what I felt like was an interesting discussion yesterday. By the way, did you see UConn lost again for the yep. fifth out of the last six games? Yeah, the they're day. they're on a skid. Yeah, how many teams can really win the national championship? <sighs> I don't know if I think it's a big number or a small number because I think, like, I don't think there's like one, two, three just powerhouses. But then, you, like, UConn looked really, really good early in the year. So did Creighton. Uh, like, uh-huh. the Big Twelve looks really good, but then everyone's just been so inconsistent. There's like six. Yep, and I mean, the ACC is hot garbage, which makes me feel good. They are so bad. Yeah, it's not not good. Not good basketball. Um, and the reason I ask is, I think it's, I think because there's not a powerhouse, <clears throat> there would be, there's more of an opportunity for somebody that's not usually there to win it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which means that Duke's going to win it. <laughs> or Duke, or I don't know, Kansas is good this year, so I'm not going to include them. But it's, you know, some powerhouse that always gets every call. That's like North Carolina last year, right? They're like halfway through the season. They might not make the tournament. Oh, and then no, it'll be it'll be Syracuse. No. <laughs> it's always Syracuse. Oh, Bayheim. eight seed wins only. When did he retire? Mm-hmm. Y'all, Bayheim was literally Syracuse's coach when my dad was in college, and my dad is seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that. Nope. He's uh, he's been uh, around. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and I do feel bad. This isn't a joke, but if you're wetting yourself on the court, um, it is probably time to hang it up. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that was a bad look. Yeah. That's not a good look. Yeah, that, and I felt bad for him. I really did. That's I did kind too. Of a, um, but I mean, you know, he had prostate cancer or whatever. Right, it was. right. So I, again, it's not, it wasn't funny. It was like, okay, bro, it, it might be time. Yeah, take care um, of yourself. And speaking of retirements, uh, who do we? You know, I'm not. I'm not replacing Rick Barnes now. But have you guys even thought about who you want uh, when he hangs it up? I think after yesterday and the way Nate Oates handled himself two nights ago in that press conference, and the way he coaches basketball and what he gets out of his players, give me Nate Oates, guys. I hope you have a good day. Thanks, Berto. Uh, I I think I'd be okay with Nate Oates. Seems like a good dude. Uh, yeah. yeah. Obviously, a really good coach. Mm-hmm. Not like Nate Oates. He looks a he lo- he looks a lot shinier right now than Musselman does. Yeah, yeah, but Musselman, I mean, back to back elite eights. Nate I mean, Oates yeah. has never been to the elite eight. It's true. Musselman's teams just have been able to grind out those wins in the tournament the last last two years mm-hmm. over over really good teams too, like mm-hmm. Gonzaga. And- yeah. All right, we'll come back. Kick off hour two next.